Okay, so continuing. Yesterday we explained that truly by learning the Torah, the law, through all the intricacies of the Talmudic discussion, there's not just an intellectual gain here. There's not just understanding what God wants here. There's actually a freeing of God because God's energies are trapped in the klipa, in the husk, in the shell of evil, which is the obscurity, which is the non-clarification. So going back to what we said in this piece of Zohar, we said, really, it doesn't mean the Torah is the tree of knowledge of good and evil. All of Torah is the tree of life. All of Torah is pure godliness. And it means the object, that we use the object for God's sake. This elevates them and releases their sparks. But then yesterday we took it deeper. We said, actually, the Torah itself is affected. And on a certain level, we can call that Torah the tree of knowledge of good and evil because there is some admixture there. The Torah is pure godliness. But it's encased in the confusion, the obscurity, and the question. And this is why the sages, throughout the duration of exile, spent the majority of their time clarifying the law, going through the intricacies of the Talmud. Because through all that wrangling and wrestling and back and forth intellectual pursuit, when they came to the truth, that's release of God. And that was the point. So continuing this today, Celestial beings, angels, or disembodied souls, don't have this ability. They can't disencumber. They can't elevate the godliness, which is within the klipas naiga, the sparks of God, encased in a shell that could be freed by a Jew in this world doing the right thing. A soul above can't do it. An angel above can't do it. Only souls in this world. Now, why? Because the souls in this world are invested in a material body, which is called the hide of the serpent. In other words, the serpent, Kabbalistically, is a reference to absolute evil, as we can understand from the original sin. The hide of the serpent, remember a snake sheds its skin, so the skin of the snake is not as intense as the snake itself. The skin of the snake is our bodies, because our bodies are not absolute evil, but our bodies are klipastanika, this admixture of godliness encumbered by the confusion, the shells, the husks of evil. So therefore, my soul has a relationship to this evil because my soul itself is encased in this evil as vivifying the body. So therefore, the soul, through learning, can break through and release God entrapped in these clitas of obscurity. And that's why it says that the celestial beings, the souls in the higher world, come to hear the innovative insights in Tyra from humans, from souls in this body. So why would Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, why would they come to hear us learning? What can we give over them? Because we, as long as we're in a body, as long as we're in this world, as long as we have a connection to this Klipas, naiga, ad, mixture of good and evil as our very body is vivified by it, we can extract the secrets that have been in exile until the time a Jew comes and finally understands what God wants in that specific situation. Now we can say, well, I mean, that doesn't mean a Jew, any Jew. That means some great, 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 great scholar. 
Every Jew, actually, it means every Jew. Every Jew has this ability. Every Jew actually has a certain portion of Torah that's his alone. When you crack open your part, when you come to an understanding that no one in the world until you ever understood in the past 3,326 some years since the beginning of Torah, or 5,776 years since the beginning of time, no one ever understood it. When you put your mind and heart and soul into it, you will find understanding. And once you find that understanding, the door will be open and everyone else will also understand it. So every one of us has some bit of God's secret wisdom in laws, and revealed aspect of Torah, in the mystical dimension of Torah, everyone based on the root nature of his own soul and its affinity, therefore, with various parts of Torah. And we're actually obligated to do this. Each one of us has to understand that there is a, until now, concealed insight in Torah, which I, and only I, can uncover. Now, it doesn't mean, so when I uncover it, I have to publish it, and everybody will hear about it, and that's how the world will know. It's a spiritual concept. This Torah is linked to my soul. When I find it, when I uncover it, when I understand it, the gate will be open. The spiritual gate to this piece of wisdom will be open. And then anybody else that learns it will like, oh, yeah, right. And it will come to them because I uncovered it for them. And this really has to do with the perfection of our own soul. Every soul has certain sparks of God that are connected to it, meaning some people have a lot of secrets of Torah that their soul is supposed to uncover. And so it's a smaller portion. But every one of us has to unlock those secrets of Torah that are relevant to our soul, both for the sake of my soul that needs to unlock these portions, for the sake of God that needs to be released and freed and can only be released and freed by me, and for the sake of everyone else in the world that will only understand this Torah once I do. Every aspect of Torah, especially of Jewish law, has a spark literally of God, a spark of the divine presence, a spark of the words of God. And this, of course, relates to how we understand Kabbalistically that the supernal wisdom, the primordial wisdom of the highest world, the world of emanation, is engarbed in the lowest dimension of the world of emanation, sovereignty, the tenth dimension, and then, in turn, the whole package deal is invested in sovereignty of the world of formation, the third world, the world of Yitzira. And then this gets lower and lower into, into the clipas that can feel them. So when I, or anyone else, any other Jew, brings light to a teaching hidden in Tyra, resolving a problem that wasn't understood, articulating a law, this spark of God, this spark of the divine presence, that's been trapped in all these layers of kweepa, all these layers of obscurity and evil, is released. And that's why it says in the Talmud that God says, whoever is involved in the study of Torah, I view it as if he redeemed me and my children. Because that's exactly when we learn Torah what we're doing. 